takes a gift to see what the rest of the world can't really see. That artist who looks at a block of marble or a blank canvas and can see already the beautiful work before him or her. The collector who rummaging around in a thrift store discovers a lamp that everyone else would cast away, but that that individual recognizes as a masterpiece. The scout who looks at the amateur, the undisciplined amateur, and can already see the shining superstar athlete. All it needs is a little training. Or sometimes the parent who sees not the gangly, awkward teenager, but the beautiful, bright professional waiting to grow up. Sometimes we get to see those things. Sometimes we get a glimpse of them. Sometimes we need help seeing them. In this gospel lesson, Jesus comes down from the mountain, I think, so that he can look his disciples in the eye and invite them to see what it is that God sees, to see what it is that he would have us see. Blessed are the poor, he says, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Blessed are those who are hungry. Blessed are those who weep. Blessed are you when you are reviled. Blessed are you. Who among us would say to someone who is facing an eviction notice or someone who's on a street corner begging for loose change, who would look at that person and say, gosh, you are blessed? Who would wrap our arm around a guest at our community meals and say, you sure are blessed? Who would sit with someone mourning a deep loss and say, what a wonderful moment, what a, what a great time. None of us would, none of us could. Yet God says to us and to those who are in those places of struggle and those places of suffering, you are blessed. And when God says it, he means it in a way that is hard, if not impossible, for us to mean. So often when I hear someone pat a friend on the back and say, keep your chin up, it'll get better, it can't get any worse. They want what is good and hopeful for their loved one, but they don't mean anything like God would mean. They, they mean that we hope things won't be like this, that blessings come surely not in this moment, but in another moment. Yet God looks at those who are poor and hungry and broken and lost and says, you are the blessed ones. You are blessed. Jesus wants us to see not only that things will get better someday, but that even now, even in that moment of struggle, even in that place of loss, that those who are suffering are blessed because they have God's heart. They are God's first love. They are the ones whom God beholds with all the love and hope and compassion that even God can muster. And you know what? It's pretty hard to see it. It's pretty hard to glimpse it, yet that's what Jesus is inviting us to see. Jesus is inviting us to see 
that the blessedness isn't the someday blessedness, but the right now blessedness. And it doesn't make sense. And it doesn't make the struggle go away. It doesn't fill an empty stomach. It doesn't cancel the eviction notice. It doesn't comfort a loss, except in that way that it does, in that way that is different, bigger, that way that transcends what the world sees. And those who see it, those who see the world through God's eyes, they're never the same. Jesus isn't wanting us, isn't asking us to be afraid of our wealth. Jesus isn't asking us to get ready to be punished if we are happy now. Jesus isn't asking us to lament the joy that we have or the relationships that we celebrate. No, Jesus is asking us not to be afraid of that, but instead to see what God sees which is that blessedness doesn't come on the world's terms, but on God's terms. And more than that, that the riches of this world make it even harder for us to see what it is that God sees, what it is that Jesus would have us to see. When you get a glimpse of it, nothing is the same. It changes how you spend your time and your money and your energy because you see what God sees. You see where true blessedness is to be found. The disciples of Jesus, those who get a glimpse of what Jesus would have us see, wrap our arm around that guest in the community kneels or comforts the one who is crying. And we proclaim not only a hope that things will get better, a good hope and a true hope, but we proclaim the hope that God gives us, that even in that moment, God is with those who struggle that that is where God is to be found. Not everybody sees it. Not everybody glimpses it. And sometimes the riches of this world make it harder to glimpse it. What do we see? What will we see? What will we invite others to see? I would love some help with the prayers. May I have some volunteers to help with the prayers of the people?